Hello, everybody. This is the Friendly Bear Podcast, where we interview some of the best and brightest traders in the trading community. Listen to inspiring stories and nuggets of insight from current and future game changers in the trading space. Listen and learn as we explore all types of trading niches with some of the best in the industry from a Friendly Bear point of view. Make sure to check out the Friendly Bear Podcast new YouTube channel called Friendly Bear Research, which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. All right, everyone. This is David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and I'm coming live from uh, the Ducks Conference, the HOT, H-O-T, High Odds Trading Summit in Irvine, California. So, like, I found out about this um through a friend Chris that I met at Trade Space and uh last minute, you know, like I I flew in from South America earlier in the week and uh I was notified that the Duck Summit was happening. So I was like, all right, man, let me go check out the summit. Because um this year, like I said before, I've I've um made a point to attend as uh, conferences, a lot of as many conferences as I can. And I attended two conferences of crypto one of the bsv in dubai one in miami earlier in january and one in uh, a hedge fund conference in las vegas earlier and so this is my first conference of stocks so you know these conferences you know the one in dubai um i got to meet the satoshi guy uh learn about bsv and just meet that one was a cool conference and it's a good excuse to travel uh, the one in Miami, the Bitcoin one there, that one was kind of like, you know, like more like a pep rally kind of thing. It wasn't really my vibe, but um, it was cool. You know, you know, I got to learn about crypto. I met the mayor of Miami there. I got to see Mark Cuban speak. So it, and I get to network as well. You know, you, all types of people attend these things. Um, the hedge fund one was super dope. BSV super dope. Now the Ducks one. This is my this is my forte right here. You know, this is stocks. And um, I'm a stock trader. This is like my environment for sure. It was really cool to see ducks in person. Um, you know what I mean? Is this someone, ducks actually started, not many people know, but ducks actually started in the Tim Challenge when I started. This is 2017. And back then in the Tim Challenge chat, you could talk, you could, newbies could, everybody could send messages to each other. But then that stopped because people, you know, when they start sending private messages, it, it starts to get toxic as far as like people don't, you know, they're newbies leading newbies, you know? <laughs> so anyway, I used to chat with ducks, you know, um, we started at the same time and I, I, and look at him now, man, supposedly he's up so much, like not just what he has on Kimfo, but a, a lot more than that. And um, he pulled up here to the Marriott, it's in Irvine. So we're in Irvine right now, California. And Irvine is about an hour away from Los Angeles. It's in Orange County. Very nice area. So very close to me. So I was like, you know, there's no excuse for me not to do this. Um, just for not only learning for three days in a row, but just to network and meet other traders and, you know, and just talk stocks, man. I, I can talk all day about this stuff, you know, um, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I have no problem talking stocks. Some people, 
I've heard some other notable traders say they get sick of tired of talking stocks outside of market hours and this and that, but not me, man. I can go all day long. I can go all day long. I just, I love this stuff. I have an infinite amount of energy when it comes to this. And I, that's, I think that's a really good trait, good quality. Cause like, you know, I, I'm, I'm on like a two hours sleep and I'm supposed to be jet lagged. But I guess when you love what you're doing, it doesn't matter. You don't feel a jet lag and you don't feel the lack of sleep. It's just you're excited. You know, that's how I am. So I think that's cool. So um, anyway, Ducks, um, his car, I thought he, he drove like a McLaren that he had like on YouTube. But this guy pulled up like some German sports car and apparently it's worth like $3 million. Insane. Uh, I'll put photos of it on the like the community section of the YouTube channel. I think it's like a, like a message board thing there. I'll post some photos there. I, I always post photos there in case you haven't noticed if people don't know uh, some funny photos too of the, of the, what do you call it? The, the furus. <laughs> I still have yet to do the podcast in the furus, but um, it's coming. It's coming. Um, yes. Yeah, so over here, let's go into it. So ducks, he's here with uh, Matty O. Matty O is uh, Matty o Matthew Owens. He is uh, the algo guy, you know. So, um, I you know I guess they're really good friends. They've been doing these kind of summits for a long time. Um, and yeah, right away. Okay, so Ducks came in, spoke for the first two hours before lunch, first two or three hours for lunch, and uh, yeah, a lot of insight, man. A lot of insight. He goes, he talks about like the way he's traded the past few years and how he used to make like 20, 30,000 in the beginning uh, for good trades. And then the, like a year later, year or two later, it was like those same trades or similar trades were like 100,000, 200,000. And then now he's gotten to the point where he's making seven figures in a trade, having a million dollar trade, multi-million dollar trade. So, you know, that's the one thing I like about the markets, you know, and that's one thing with Ducks I was interested in is like, all right, man, this guy, like, he's a real trader. He's not, like, education and all this stuff. He has side projects. It's like, I could be wrong, but it seems like it all takes a backseat to trading. Trading is is the main thing. And that's the thing, you know, with a lot of uh, traders these days, a lot of them, they they make a, some, a few million in the market, and then they want to, they go the educational route, and they, they make their money through education or through i don't know through youtube or some other you know instead of trading and i now i, I think that's um it's disappointing to hear you know like uh, when i when i hear these those kind of situations because um there's just so much unlimited tapped unlimited potential in 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 trading you know so the sky's the limit with it so anyway yeah anyway so so with ducks he wants and talked about um a lot about volume forecasting, which is very interesting because like he's always been talking about from the past stuff that I've seen of his. Um, yeah, the volume forecast, so he will take the volume in the pre-market and multiply it times 10 and it'll give him a rough idea what's, what's uh, it's going to trade that day. And then that amount of volume, how it reacts off the previous resistance uh, from the longer term chart from looking left or whatever. So he went into detail about that. Um, and yeah, is what else? Uh, yeah. So I asked him in, per, you know, before lunch, like in person, one-on-one, -on -one, I was like, okay, so 
a lot of times the volume it'll like it, it it'll the forecast doesn't it you know it doesn't last it doesn't it doesn't reach the what the forecast predicted because it just hit so much resistance everybody just it just ran out of gas right away due to either dilution or some other uh previous resistance or whatever the like the what it forecasted to be doesn't even come close and this is something i discussed with evan shunk uh when i interviewed him it's like it's very hard to predict the volume forecast because it'll be like seesawed in the morning and then it just wouldn't continue throughout the rest of the day so like ducks was telling saying i asked us okay so you use the volume forecast as a general thing but uh also is it like a discretionary feel like when you see the you look at like for example on dilution tracker or whatever or you see the you know the potential dilution if it has an atm or something and uh if that volume forecast will what are the odds that it will be that forecast you know is it, or i come close to it or how do you know just to play off of it and you say yeah that's like a discretionary thing you'll to take a feel and i think it's important you know because um with uh with trading there's a lot of uh, like a systematic approach to these guys like like gratani and ducks and all that but they're also discretionary in a way that uh they consider these things uh as they're happening live every situation is different um so that was that what else uh yeah um he was yeah so just how how the same strategies a lot of it is still relevant today i found that really interesting because like the markets have changed they went from the meme stocks to the pandemic to now so certain things have changed or certain things have remained the same um and his main patterns okay so his main patterns were overextended gap down gap up short bounce short and max dollar block um the max dollar block i gotta figure that one out a little more i think it's something about if, if someone could put in the comments what it is maybe maybe they know maybe you guys know but on um, max dollar block has something to do with the market cap and like the the potential of that being some, the resistance or something like that anyway uh he goes into also how like shorting is a very high percentage strategy as opposed to going long on these um these pennies these small caps you know so shorting is like a 75 to 80 percent win rate just automatic pretty much and buying is anywhere from 25 percent to 60 percent and he was saying uh, like dip buys don't really work too well and he is you know something's changed with that i don't know but he was you know basically shorting is the way to go you know at the end of the day that's that's why like i'm so glad that short selling exists i i, I resonated with shorting right like from the day i started even though i had a small account back in 2017 or whatever i was like let me practice i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make any money with a two thousand dollar account this is 2017 but i knew if i practice short selling because you can short sell with a small account like that and then one day you'll have a bigger account you'll run into some money fund the account and then uh be able to short for real and i stuck to the plan you know so um instead of messing around with so many other things i just focused on short selling i i i was lucky to find that right away i was like all right i'm just gonna i'm gonna do short selling i these these small caps it makes sense that um they're bad companies they're on the market for cash a lot of them do these pump and dumps this manipulation and then they they end 
they eventually end up at zero, you know, so one way or another over a period of time or whatever. So that resonated with that. And to hear Doug say that, and I've heard him say it before, but just like, you know, it's, it's just, so it's, I, I love it. Man. I love shorting. Okay. So yeah, the volume prediction um, went over that. And then the second half of the day, Ducks wasn't feeling too good or whatever. He was like, uh, I think he's a little sick. Hopefully tomorrow he feels better. I want to, you know, got to hear from the guy himself, man. It's, it's pretty sick. Um, so actually the second half of the day, yeah, we had success trader on. And I asked a few questions to success trader. I'm actually opening an account. Hopefully um, next week I'll have it open. But it's really cool to hear that they have a lot of, I think they're going to have the most locates open. And one locate is going to be open at, 3 a.m. apparently or something like that we'll see uh it wasn't it wasn't too clear um but yeah it looks like they're they're really solid broker you know regal securities looks like they're they have a system to deal with like less lesser buy-ins than cobra um the reg show situation is a little bit different than cobra and guardian so like like uh, evan shunk was saying um center point you can recycle the shares uh with center point i think you can do that with um success trader there's a way to do it they have really good communication solid broker you know so yeah i'm gonna open it up with them and uh see how that goes and then we had finally maddie owens uh close it out really cool to you know hear about his way he goes about he was teaching Ritani how to do um algos you know so as as everyone or a lot of people know Ritani Tim Ritani is on Kenfo he has one account that says algo longs and algo shorts and I asked uh and Maddie was going over that and I asked okay so why does Ritani's algo longs it hit like a million bucks in profit. And then like for one whole year, all of 2021, it just like gave it all back and bled it all out. And Matt, he was like, yeah, you know, Tim, Tim was, uh, he's just stubborn. <laughs> just a good old stubborn. And then, you know, you learned the hard way. It looks like, uh, the account, like it's recovered now. So it's better. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah I, I'm doing something. Wait, one sec. So anyway. <laughs> I'm going to leave that on there, but, um, yeah. So, um, where was I? Yeah. Yeah. So Matty O, he was going over trade station, how he uses trade station for all of the algo stuff. And I got my, I got thrown off. Um, and, uh, yeah, he uses something called tick data. Tick data goes back. It's a website. Tickdata.com goes back all the way to year 2000 um for his stock data something new i'm gonna go check that out uh and trade station i didn't know it goes back up to six months for one minute charts uh i know like thinkorswim goes one minute charts up to like i don't know it doesn't do 90 days i know that or what do you call it 180 days 180 days i think goes five minute charts so it's good to know you get these little these little helpful hints of things that uh that are useful um, but yeah, you know, uh, oh yeah, so Triforce Trader, Matt Eagle was also saying that, um, 
Etzakoda and another guy, one of the two market wizards, were pure, purely systems trader, and they made they made uh, over fifty million in the markets, and um, back in the day. And how? And I asked, I asked him like, "Wow!" And he, but at the same time, he was saying discretionary traders are the ones that are killing it right now, as opposed to the algo traders. The algo traders, um, they're limited to a certain extent, you know. So discretionary is 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 uh, are always going to make a lot more money than the than the algos. However, when when the systems traders first came about, there were the there there was a lot less competition, and they were the only ones um, using that strategy, and they were able to make some real exponential gains that were that, you know I guess these days it can't be replicated. A human being is always going to make has the potential to make a lot more than having a system just do its thing. So yeah, that was just very interesting. Um, there's some other stuff, but I'm going to keep this short. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to go talk to some more people here and stuff. And I got to take the train back. Um, but yeah, this is uh, the Ducks Conference. Take a little background here. That's a success trader. I sold their desk. You know? But yeah, Ducks Summit. Check it out. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, man. It was cool. Um, so far, so good. Got a lot of... The main takeaway for me was all the volume talk that he was talking about. You know, you, you learn from the best... Ducks is the best at that. And I, and I got some, it was definitely worth uh, the money just for that alone, you know? But anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to do the same thing again, day two. Same info. All right, guys, see you later. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.